Um, sorry, I was sending out the tweet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that I never even hit send on. So here we are, uh, doing our typical, well, bi-weekly Friday night streams here for just mental health and continue on with the Fly High Wi-Fi podcast. Uh, as you see, we have Jer Bear here. We have Alyssa, also known as Mrs. Wi-Fi. Uh, we just gonna keep going. Don't call me a mess, Sav. Too ADD for you to be calling me out this early. Get him, Sav. Yeah, so... Uh, I know that we've all had long weeks. Yeah, definitely squirrel. Uh, as the work for all of us gets into full swing, Alyssa full time with hers is probably ramping up a little bit as the summertime comes. Uh, full nature for us here. Here we're starting a new job, me going back to work. So guys, we're gonna continue doing these. Um, sometimes they might get a little shorter than they have been. Cause as like, I know I'm exhausted from the long week, but we're, uh, we're gonna keep pushing forward. Gary with his Break the Stigma shirt on as we continue to talk about that. Uh, tonight, we are gonna talk about the re-entering. How did we word it? Normal, normal, just re-entering <laughs> normal to you life, right? Like after something or a, a breakdown or something, so. Or trauma. I think yeah. Alyssa's probably the best one too. She's the so, one that uh, has the clear mind of what we were talking about. Keep asking. Because she takes notes and we don't. <laughs> Let's just be very clear. Um, I'll jump in, but Jerry, you want to share your quote? We'll give you your uh, <laughs> your yeah, moment. I, I can actually uh, share my screen. So, mental health is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. Alright. Punisher, you... Oh. Sorry, Cross, you can't. Punisher can. Don't ever tell me I can't ride it. <laughs> so, to me, this quote, um... Is, it's not everybody's path is the same, right? Like, Melissa's path is going to be different than my path and Sharp's path and your path out there, whoever's listening. Um, it's And it's not about seeing a finish line. It's seeing where you're going. Um, to me, it's like driving, like us driving to Colorado. Um, we weren't really looking at the finish line. We were looking at the time we had together but also we were looking at cornfields and empty fields and some trees every once in a while but to me it's it's you know it's like you're driving a road and you're looking at beautiful things um which can be the things happening in your life so anybody right. else wants to give their opinion ryan you got anything um not right now. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what I'm going to say here. <sighs> um, so I guess to kind of jump off that and into the topic that we were talking about tonight, the I kind of took it a little more broad with what we need to talk about, kind of going back into 
normal life once you start your mental health journey. And that could be you're just starting counseling, you're going to therapy, or you have a major life event. Um, oftentimes when you start this work, you start to ask like different questions like, what are my beliefs? What are the thoughts that I have? Uh, what's the self-talk? Or like, what does my self-talk sound like? Why do I feel the way that I feel? Where is that really coming from? And when you do these, like we do this work, it starts kind of in a private setting. Uh, and this is why we kind of started to talk like when you bring it into like the real world. Because you can start to get comfortable with these questions and your self-belief and you can start to have this self-talk and or all this stuff in a private setting. So how do you bring that out and like be that true self to you and kind of present it to the world? Um, when you do this, you aren't asking these things and everything, like it's not gonna be easy or peachy. So a lot of misconceptions too, when you go into counseling or you start to do this self work, you are gonna notice things start to get a little harder at first because you're really pulling back that like onion layer at a time. Breaking I think we'd met wall that people mm -hmm. have. So a lot of people end up leaving this self work and they go back to what they know or what they seem is easy because it it starts to get harder. You're really doing this because you're asking these questions or these thoughts or beliefs to challenge yourself to grow. So that's why you start in these private settings with just you or your counselor, or you and a friend, so that you can get comfortable with these feelings. And then you enter this into the real world. You take this into that real world setting. So then you're back in this uncomfortable setting. So you start in this private setting where you get comfortable. Then you restart it all over again when you enter into the real world. So you're uncomfortable again because it's not just you and this and other person or you and this group of people. It's you and all these other people that could essentially make it worse, or you're back into the setting that initially caused you to want to go get this help. Um, so it's essentially a roller coaster. so when you're doing this, it's like patience. Do it a baby step at a time. Never give up on it. If you start a day when you're entering back into the real world, and say you're working on like more positive self-talk, or I don't know what it may be, and you fell for that day, and I don't even want to say fell, like fell is not a good word for it, but you take a step back for regress. that day. We'll say regress. Yeah, regress, thank you. You regress for that day. Don't let it like take back all the progress you made. Start over the next day. You wake up that night this morning and you're gonna take it back out into the real world. Um, and you can do that for every aspect. Like, Maybe you meet somebody that doesn't have the same beliefs as you and you start to share and they kind of shoot them down. And it could be like mental health, it could be spiritual, it could be just about anything. Try again with somebody else that next day. Um, we actually just did within my work environment and it kind of broadened this like study on when you are in a different environment, you tend to change who you are so I went to California and did a conference and it was based on who you are at home versus who you are at work. So this can be like who you are at home versus who you are when you're hanging out with your friends. Who you right. are at home versus who you are hanging out with your family. 
only 4% of the world are the same person as who they are like behind closed doors versus who they show to the world. And it is like part of this process of really doing that self-work and going out and like actually working on that self-work and presenting to actually be their true selves. You said and 4%? They... Yep, 4%. 4%. We're talking a very little number of people being themselves from in the eyes of other people work or with friends, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, so it's, when you're... It's really hard. It's really hard to yeah. be the same person through and through and not just... In, in my opinion, it's a lot of people trying to be a chameleon, right? Trying to fit in in the situations to where they're more comfortable if they're seeing other people smiling or being happy with the way they're acting. So it's more about adapting to your environment and doing what things are to make the situation easier on you and the people around you. Yep. And so I bring that up because I saw it. I saw in this room of people that we took this baseline test of who, like, what I gave us scenarios on, like, if you were at home, what would you be doing versus how would you handle that same scenario but at work? So obviously you tend to, like, I'm in construction, but I'm also at home, so I'm a little, like, I, you would think I would handle those situations differently. So you see this room of 50 people, and all these different personalities come out. Right. So it's the same when you're handling your mental health journey. When you start to do that private work on yourself, it's that same. When you start to go out into that real world, you have to be patient. And you're going to have that like Ryan was saying, that chameleon effect where you're going to change a little bit as you're going out into the real world because it's not that private setting. So you just have to be patient with bringing that true self out. And it's okay to be a chameleon. And that's what it was saying too in this disc assessment. Sometimes you do need to be that chameleon as long as you're not draining your energy level and it presented that energy level as well. As long as you're not going below that energy level, it's okay to adjust who you are to fit your scenarios so you also have to keep that in mind too when you're going back into the real world that just because you're adjusting a little bit to the world around you that's okay as well too right it's just the conference of your own four walls just you're warm and fuzzy right that's a term that we use for a lot of things um in the construction you're warm and fuzzy like you're in the military we say that all the time too it's it's something you know and you trust but when you go out you don't always know what you can trust or what you're comfortable with that's why the chameleon effect comes into play so you feel like you're gonna adapt better or be less vulnerable when you're just like blending in with your surroundings it's it's just different because there is people that you can see it from they walk into a room let's say we put 10 people in one room and 10 people and then you rotate them that say them 10 people are going to act different with those other 10 people mm-hmm. all but four percent of the time which is crazy right um and it's a hard hard thing to break because that's what we naturally do as human beings we observe we adapt and we overcome that's like just our fight 
fight or flight kind of moments, right? Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's just nature. Nature of the beast, survival of the fittest kind of mindset. And it doesn't obviously get tired than 90. Yep. Thing. So I guess this doesn't truly like give you like a set in stone how to go back into the real world, but it's kind of more of like a remember be patient with yourself. Right. You have 96% of people that are still trying to figure it out too. Uh, right. And even that 4% are still trying to figure it out because they still have some days where I bet you that they go out and they don't have that, they still have that chameleon effect come out and they're still doing their own personal work. They've just kind of figured out how to like quickly move back into that I am who I am kind of mentality. And I don't, because these people have done that work for themselves as well. And your mental health journey is a forever journey. It's that roller coaster. So I'm sure they have a down day where they don't, they fall into that 96% and they kind oh, of yeah. have to pull themselves back into that 4%. So the biggest thing is, is when you do go back into that real world, you're going to stumble, you're going to fall, you're just going to have to get back up and keep trying. Um, and it's going to seem harder at times, possibly. And that's okay. It's okay that it seems like it might be getting harder because that's part of the process. Yeah. It's just, that number still blows my mind. 4% of but people it's, are... But it's not really oh. surprising to it, me. Okay. It, <laughs> Honestly, it, it's, it's not. Because, like when she said it, I thought about it. I'm a different person when I'm not at home. I have a lot of the same traits, but I'm not the same person. I observe more. I don't talk as much. And I don't... I just don't trust people. So I don't trust... Usually I don't trust my surrounding out when I'm out. Right? Okay. We had... When I'm at home, I'm relaxed. I don't have anything, you know. It was actually really uh, unique to see, too, because that 4%, when we had the 50 people do it, we had two people that were that same, they, they stayed the same within their test. So that's your 4%. We we matched that statistic within the room. That's crazy. Wow. That's very interesting. But okay. it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Well, I guess it ain't uh, both of them. You keep cutting out. Uh, I'm just yeah, thinking to myself over here talking, you know, <laughs> things about like, I still have mental health awareness month still in one corner of the thing here, but it'd be, we can do that every month. Yeah. Just, I'm okay with that. Um, that's all I really had on that was just like a, be patient with yourself, take baby steps. And that's where that quote, we came up with that quote or we found that quote. Right. And you guys always that. hear me say, be the ball, not the egg, bounce back, don't crack kind of thing. It's just something so stupid, like, or that stupid, silly, right? It's it's corny and silly, but I bet you remember it kind of thing. And mm -hmm. every day's a new day. Every hour's a new hour. Sometimes, like she says, baby steps. Okay, so you're having a shitty half of your day. There's still another half of the day. Or break it down into thirds. Or break it down into times like, I know I get break every day at 9.30 and then lunch at 12 like okay so i'm gonna go to break 
take a breather meditation people say we've been talking about a lot about meditation right go sit down mm -hmm. relax couple deep breaths five minutes to relax clear your mind and come back in with a new attitude and <clears throat> and seriously that can change your whole day around honestly uh i yep. know i started with a new company this week coming i that i am not not doing so well with some of the people because the I'll be politely and say the talent level is not there. Um, <laughs> and it's a struggle because I'm not a foreman no more. I'm coming from neck down. I am not there to be paid to think like them. So I just have to do what I'm asked to do and go throughout my day without trying to help other people out more than it is. And one of them is my foreman. And I'm just kind of just doing what he tells me to do and go on my day but it the first couple of days i'd like called my wife to vent on break and on lunch mm -hmm. like every second i could because i needed somebody to talk to. so in 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 retrospect right you said 96 percent of people are different i was different this yep. is me being different to that person to the people around me because of the situation in which i find myself so I'm not being myself or I'm changing. I'm literally changing. And it's You're being a chameleon. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was being a chameleon because I didn't know the situation at work yet. I didn't know the people around me. I don't know how people are and to take a deep breath here and there and reset. Mm -hmm. yep. I was gonna say I can build off that. Um so like between last year and this year. So I was actually one of the two. That was the 4%. Oh, nice. But if I would have taken that assessment last year before everything, before I put in all my self-work with my counselor and stuff, I feel like I would have fell into that 96%. And I'm gonna like give an example what you're saying. Like last year I strived to get the promotion, get this, do that, like, I just kept like pushing and pushing and pushing and that's not me like I am I go after like these big next steps but I'm usually like a go with the flow and when it lands in my lap because I'm doing it naturally that's when I get it I'm normally not like a like see me type of person I'm normally like a I'm doing it naturally so it'll come to me like my promotions my raises and stuff like that I'm not gonna go be like a brown noser and I was doing that for a while with my company yeah. Last week I had lunch with one of my higher ups because he was doing a check in. We're doing our yearly reviews, and he asked me what my goals were for myself this next year. Or if I like wanted to get this next promotion. I was like, you know, I'm taking things a day at a time, so I don't really have like too many goals set for myself. I wake up in the morning, I go do my job. I do a good job at my job that day and I go home and then I do it again again the next day. Like I don't have like the I want a mega job on my checklist, I want this, like would those be nice? But I'm not going to strive and beg you for them. If it right. falls in my lap, then cool. And that's like me as a person. So I've noticed the difference from like before when I was like practically begging for all this stuff just to have like a see me type of mentality because I am a woman in the male dominated industry. Like I wanted that because right. I just wanted to be seen. Now I'm just kind of like, you give me it, I'll take it. I'm probably on the smallest job that we have right now and it's going super well. 
and I'm just like, cool, like, I'm gonna get it done, I'll go to the next project. It could be the biggest project we have, or it could be another small project, or it could be a medium project, but I'm not gonna, like, beg for the project that I could get or I couldn't get, and then I'm gonna get upset about it. I don't know, it's just, I feel that. And I, it's, see, noticing, like, me, I noticed myself, now that you brought light to it that we are different people in different eyes right and I noticed it right away and thought of a situation in which I did find myself acting like that and those are those the situations that you're gonna have to start to self-identify more and more till you start to find yourself being yourself through and throughout and it's hard obviously because if it was so easy to 96 and 4, that doesn't sound like a very even or very uh, fair side of each side. So uh, it obviously is a lot to work on along with taking in all your mental state and everything like that. But I bet you mentally you feel better knowing that you don't have to change for other people or you don't have to change in, in every situation in which you find yourself being placed in. And it probably relaxes the mind so much it's less to keep track of and it's like to me it's not like we're lying but we're lying right so it's like when you're a kid and you develop the whole i i know i did as a kid i was a little liar until i learned that like chasing <laughs> the lie around that you just told to lie about the lie it was harder than actually fucking lying just tell the truth <laughs> like <laughs> Chasing lies around is not fun. So now that I got kids and I'm like, dude, just tell the truth, please. You're stressing yourself out yes, more than you need to. Exactly. <laughs> so like that's what the situation in which this falls under is just like it's not technically lying, but you're not being true to yourself. So it felt like that when I like finally went back to work after everything with Tyler and I was completely open I came back and I like laid it on the table and was like I'm coming back with PTSD to a construction job site it's loud it's all this other stuff and like I'm gonna come back slow and that normally yeah. people come back with the mentality that you have to hide all this and I didn't I came back with like I guess my heart on my sleeves I was jumpy, I didn't try to hide any of it, I was just like, very much, like I just came back and was like, listen, we had a meeting with my entire team and was like, let her figure it out. So I wandered around the job site for about two or three weeks and it was just me getting used to noises and getting used to like, this, that and the other, and they were told to just let me be. Did it work? Probably not that. It did. I'm it still working gain, for the company. Yeah, it gained your comfort zone <laughs> back, right? And let you, instead of everybody, like, literally, as much as, okay, it's nice to know that people care, but I'd rather you come to me with a genuine care than just feel like you need to come to me and say, hey, are you okay? Is there anything I can do for you? Like, there's people that probably on in every one of our lives that, have come to us at one point and they're like hey if you need anything let me know and we walk away and we're like yeah we know that they're never gonna do anything for us right mm -hmm. but it's easier to not have that in your head so 
it's been easier for me to always feel more genuine towards people that I know I would actually stand up for and, and be there for. And I d and I saw that. Well, like me, and I'll say too, like along with this, advocate for yourself. I think with me coming back and advocating for myself so quickly, because mm -hmm. it was day one, I was back, and I was like, I'm coming back. Let me get my footing. Let me figure things out in my head. And then I'll hit the ground running. But I'm not hitting the ground running until I know I can hit the ground running. Right. And that opened up the doors for so many people, like you're saying, that were truly... They didn't... They send that olive branch, but if they saw me, like, wandering around, they're like, Hey, good? Yeah. And if I, like, let the little nod, and they were like, Cool. But it wasn't like a overly extended olive branch they were there they wanted me to know like they're there if i needed them but other than that it was kind of like they went about their way they let me do what i needed to do but i knew they were there if i actually needed it yeah i get that 100 and it's just like there's so many posts like i i find myself going to comment on on twitter and social media people that I haven't talked to in hell maybe the whole time on Facebook that I see, but in me, I want to comment, but sometimes I don't because I don't know how to approach the situation or write them, uh, I'll DM them or, or something, let them know, hey, like, hey, this isn't me trying to get anything crazy or let anything just let you know that if you need anybody and there's nobody to turn to, don't hesitate. And here's the information, my DMs, my phone number, whatever it is you may need. But I'm not going to be over, uh, I said, I guess, like overstepping, we'll put it, as trying to get deep in there to find out exactly what's going on or what is, like, like really digging into them so I can try to fix it for them. Because at the end of the day, they don't need me to fix it, you know? Mm -hmm. So social media can be a sand trap, you know, the, um trying to dig into to people's problems and because to me sometimes like facebook especially i deleted facebook a long time ago recently got it back but i have very few people on there um and i seen a lot of stuff but it never really like before this happened i would have just said they're begging for attention which is what a lot of people say now they're they just want attention so we're still human beings and people are struggling but it's hard to for me decipher does that person really want help or do they really want this to be better um and i can't just ask them that so for me when i see stuff like that on on twitter or facebook I'll leave a comment. I won't blow up their DMs. I won't. I won't do anything other than, "Hey, I'm here if you need me. I will listen to you. I can offer what help I have." Right. You know. But I, I don't. To me, social media is just—it's a sand trap, a rabbit hole that I try not to go down. Um. 
don't have any more on that one. Kind of, <laughs> I don't want to be beating a dead horse kind of thing, even though in this in this topic it's never a dead horse. But of course, we can continue on with the same topic over and over again all day. I'd yeah. say, um, yeah, I can move on to the next unless there's anything in the chat. Um, we just got a good guest here. Uh, Joe Dubsky, a, a fellow veteran here, um, went through a really bad hardship. I won't discuss too much without uh, his permission. Um, and I know that when he went through the hardship, the community really stepped up and, and showed support to him. And I, I reached out to him personally and was like, look, if you ever need anything, I'm here. We're both part of the, the regiment group, uh, which is the number one military gaming community in the world. And... It's good to see him in here. It means we're reaching out. We're getting new faces in here. And he said, this is a good stream. So that makes me happy to see more and more people coming through. We're reaching out. You said you got messages on Facebook from overseas, across the pond from us. So that that's the more people we can reach and the bigger this gets, the, it, the more awareness we can raise as a group. And, and that's really what this is about is awareness so that people know that there is people out there for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. and again, please share topics you guys want to hear. I'm trauma-based in school, so you'll keep hearing about trauma if people don't share <laughs> stuff that they want to hear. Ryan, you look like you're reading. I am. Dang, don't call me out like that. Like the mouse is <laughs> running way faster than he's supposed to right now. <laughs> Dang, is the smoke? Is there smoke back there? <laughs> Jesus, golly! <laughs> yeah, I was reading. I was right back to, <laughs> to Joe. If I could type too, that would help. You want me to keep going so we're not staring at you and making yeah, you nervous? Yeah. I no, I'm not nervous. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't buckle under pressure. Y'all can. <laughs> Yeah, we can move on now. Alright. So we'll move on to the next topic, which we talked about a little bit again, too, in the past, about dissociation and grounding. Uh, so, I know I have, like, lamely tried to just, like, describe what dissociation is. So I have a definition written down. I can't read my own handwriting, so... You make fun of me for reading now, <laughs> Yeah, let's see your mouse spin out a few times over here. <laughs> uh, dissociation is defined as a mental ability that enables us to separate from our conscience. So, how I talked about before about separating kind of from your body, so you're able to separate. Okay. Um, it can take over as a personality, and it's also known as cutting off from oneself. Um, so, with that, they talk about the floating versus grounding. Dissociation can be used as, like, a coping mechanism to escape from, like, different mental stuff or different life aspects. So it's, like, a good coping mechanism sometimes. But if you dissociate too much, then it does become, like, a personality or a mental illness. So that's why they use grounding techniques uh, for that aspect. But there's grounding techniques just to kind of get you out of like 
stress and anxiety, so grounding techniques can be used for just many different things. We've talked about yoga, meditation in past podcasts. Those are great grounding techniques, so they kind of focus on stretching of the body and movement and breathing to kind of block out everything else, and you can just focus strictly on you and the body. Uh, grounding techniques are defined as a way of creating a connection to the here and now. They're designed to return our bodies back to our baselines. Um, so they say a good way of doing this too is to be like barefoot. I don't know if anybody, like Ryan or Jerry, if you've ever heard about going outside and walking barefoot because the magnetic pool in the earth with your body is a great way to like really bring your body back to. Hmm. Never heard that. Never heard of that. But it makes sense to me because of how they do MRIs, right? MRIs, they, they send little magnetic photons into your bloodstream and then they go through and it, it reads how the blood flows and everything. So that makes sense to me that you can recenter yourself with mm-hmm. the magnetic. If you ever see people like hiking barefoot and stuff, it's they're trying to recenter their like body, soul, spirit, because they're probably spiritually like centered people they're hiking barefoot to bring their body back center to the earth okay so they're trying to they're trying to ground themselves because they're they're probably super stressed or they're super anxious about something so they're trying to bring their soul back to their body and ground themselves it's more of like again a spiritual concept but um so one of the techniques is called a four seven eight breathing concept and it can be paired with another concept which i'll talk about after this but it's where you breathe in for four seconds hold it for seven seconds and breathe out for eight and you repeat this until your body is like at a calm state you can do it with your eyes open or eyes closed you can be sitting standing laying it's whatever but you're really just focused in on your breathing Uh, so if you're somebody who likes to visualize something, you can create your own safe space. Uh, they like to say it's a place you've never been, so you just make up any space. I don't know. I like to make up a space where I'm just kind of looking out a window and it's raining, because I like the rain. Okay. And so, close my eyes. You say feet or yeah. ah, Jerry? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't pass I the opportunity. Here. I couldn't pass the opportunity <laughs> up. Chad, we need a third. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt, but it it couldn't be couldn't be missed. Yeah, I could. Um, so close your eyes. You can visualize your safe space. Um, they say it's a place that you've never been to or you can't go to, so that that safe space can't be taken from you in any way. So it's always your safe space. Do your breathing exercise and you can stay in that safe space for as long as you need doing those breathing exercises and then you can come back out and go about your day. And you can do it virtually anywhere. Anytime. Uh, Whatever you need to do, right? Just pick reset, 
Mm-hmm. Most of these you can do just about anywhere. Um, I guess depending on your comfortability doing them. Right. Uh, there's the tense and release. To do this, it's pretty much you're uh, channeling the emotion or the energy, and then you release it. So it's pretty much you're making... The most common one is you make a fist. So whatever energy you're focused on, it's usually like a bad energy or something that's upsetting you. You focus the energy in the center of your hand, make a fist, squeeze it for as long as you want. You can close your eyes, open your eyes, and then you release it. Okay. You do that as many times as you need to, and it's, you could pair that with your breathing exercise as well, and it's a form of grounding or meditation. We talked about the stretching before. Um, I thought the next one was an interesting one. You can feel changing temperature. So get ice, hot water, and like room temperature water. Okay. And touch each one. Uh, your attention to the physical reality rather than any type of fearful prediction. So you kind of force yourself to forget about what your brain's telling you and you are physically brought into the reality of hot, cold room temperature. Or you can mix it up anyway and your mm -hmm. brain forgets about the stresses and it's brought into reality. Okay. Hmm. That's a good one too. I think actually that one. It just it it tricks your mind basically into resetting and forgetting the things that put you in the in now moment at, at now so it, mm -hmm. it it takes the focus off and hopefully resets you so you don't fall back down that that negative rabbit hole that you, know, you might be too high on positive things people don't realize that being too positive sometimes can distract you from reality too Manic states. Yeah. Um, so I thought that one was cool when I was reading it. That How do you think? Uh, but like Ryan was saying, kind of distracting your mind or li like literally distracting it from what you're thinking. You're like, oh, hot, cold, room temperature, and then you just keep doing it in your brain because as humans, we are easily distracted. You... Some more than others. <laughs> Ryan thinks you're talking about him. I was, yeah, I'm just <laughs> reading the 19 text messages here he sent to the group. Oh, you're just not reading them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See? <laughs> uh, the last one I have written down is journaling. And you could do this in any way, shape, or form. You can journal about your day. You can journal about, like, a fantasy. You can journal about... You can just like write your own little today I was grateful for and then maybe the next day five things that I saw today just to kind of get your mind really in that moment so that you're not wandering you are more here focused on what you're writing and not what you're worried about so when you're journaling it has to be more positive like affirmations and stuff versus the stresses so if you write about your day, don't write about oh this I stubbed my toe. Write about like, why do you always gotta pretty... pick the toe? Why do I always gotta really pick the toe? I didn't think that. I in your finger at basketball practice. <laughs> it's something, but like I always tell people, I hope you stub your pinky toe though. 
We all know this. Because that one's so common. Like your toe, you just hit your toe off everything. Try not but... being able to feel your feet. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's like it was a really pretty sunset or sunrise today or sunset or um I got this pen in my favorite color. Somebody gave me a nice compliment. It's like very positive things to keep your mind from that negative thoughts to keep you right in that moment. So so to touch on that, remember I've said this probably multiple times like every day when you wake up if you start your day with three positive thoughts or three positive things of any sort like hey even i woke up today all right oh it's already sunny outside awesome like those positive things will set your tone for that day if you wake up and you're in a shitty mood and you're like oh man i really don't okay or oh i gotta go to this today but it's um what the hell was that a hiccup yeah, uh, like a, a, burp a deep hiccup. hiccup. Yeah. <laughs> I get like hiccups that are like in the stomach. <laughs> um, but like you say journaling, you pick those positive things out for the day instead of focusing on the negatives and letting them consume your mind. Because the it's like rabbits. They 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 multiply in your head, right? <laughs> it, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like you think of one negative thing, then you think of a negative, another negative, and they just keep coming in, and it just starts downpouring faster than you can think of, right? Yep. Same thing can happen with positive thoughts or positivity too, and it it's about your focus and in finding your way out of the negative state. Um. So with those, be patient. I think where it's going to be a big thing with your whole mental health journey is just be patient. Um, I'm naturally a dissociative person. I like to float. Um, it's just something natural with me. I've always been like a very air person, even as a kid. So all these grounding techniques for me is very hard for me to ground. I'll, so what my counselor uh, describes it as is like, a balloon that's tethered to like a rock or something and I like bounce back and forth so grounding techniques are hard for me so I was getting very impatient very like hard on myself because I'm like why can't I ground I want to ground even when I do yoga and stuff like that I'm very airy even in yoga and she was like you're not doing it because you're being impatient and you're judging yourself I still even when I'm letting go of it I'll catch myself like floating during the I'm not stressed or anything during when I do yoga but I'm still not very there I'm kind of like floating around the room essentially I'm gonna be honest being ADD doesn't help with any of that because <laughs> it's hard to ground an ADD person right <laughs> my ass got 42 thoughts in every field going on and life i mean i can shut off every thought but i'm still just floating around yeah right like you can it's very very fast that like i can sit there and i'm like all right let's focus on this what the hell just happened like just <laughs> off to left field and 
then you sit there and you try to close your eyes and visualize and try to go in that. That's why for me, the meditation, I started doing a little bit of the meditating and, and stretching and doing things in the morning to try to get me back into getting in the routine and getting up every day and not be so negative that I got to go back to work. Um, I just find myself like instantly, my mind's in 14 different places, like trying to figure out, but then I got to refocus myself and patience and... Yeah, see, I feel like I don't have, like, those 14 thoughts. I'm just not oh. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm completely empty, but I just don't, like, I'm not on the ground. I'm somewhere else. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm thinking about the traffic on the way in, if I got to pack my lunch, or There's what I got to do single... at work. And... <laughs> yep. Like, I can shut the thoughts off. Hell, I'm, I'm already thinking not... what's for dinner. What the fuck you mean? I... <laughs> I feel like that would be less like annoying for me because I can shut off all the thoughts. I'm just like not here. I'm. Oh, for real? That's crazy. No, I. It's empty, but I'm like completely empty and I'm bebopping around somewhere else. <laughs> bebopping around. Bebopping around. <laughs> it just reminds me what is that? Inside out? <laughs> beep, boop, beep, yeah, beep, that's. It's <laughs> a good movie. If you guys haven't watched that one, that's a really good one. It's about your your react what are they your feelings and your emotions yes. as a human being right mm -hmm. it is great but so it get, i get very frustrated with the grounding because like i can be completely shut off but i'm still not grounded. still not there that's crazy um so be patient set aside all judgment so there was my second one because i was judging myself I'm like why can't i do this <laughs> everyone makes it look so easy but here i am just floating around and that's when she brought out the like the little tether balloon thing where I just bounce around uh, and be willing to modify all these techniques like I said at the beginning like you can do the breathing with the visual or you can do the breathing with the tension like all of these can be paired together in some different way and there's so many different techniques there's probably hundreds of different grounding techniques if you type in grounding techniques on Google you're gonna be like probably overwhelmed with the amount of grounding techniques you'll find. You know what grounding technique I used to use when the world was spinning? If I was drunk, I would just put my foot on the ground off the bed. <laughs> Gotta keep the world from spinning, alright? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good one. Oh, Go your face plant. Gravity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's all I got. Jerry? No, I don't have... Anything, uh, uh... Mm -mm. Have you, you... Going over some of the grounding techniques, have you ever found yourself doing these things naturally? I'll ask you. Chat, you guys can answer this too. Like, she touched on a few of them. Do you, what works for you guys? Or what do you find yourself doing? So... Honestly, what I found myself doing is reading. And then it's nothing major, it's nothing big. Reading whatever is around me. Okay. Just reading even a sentence seems to work. Okay. That's like, your grounding like mechanism? I, I'm walking, yep, if I'm walking through Walmart and I start to get, you know, mind racing, I just read something. And I didn't realize that I was even really doing it until very recently, actually. Okay. We got that one for me. 
I there's probably a different technique, a few different ones that I do use. Um, but the most common one is just to walk away and breathe. It's the biggest thing for me because my first reaction to a lot of things is I am very, very, very person. When I shouldn't even shouldn't be, but I let things get to me a lot faster than they should, and it's been my wife been number one in helping me realize it and how to approach it in a different sense because having kids they're just learning their emotions and I would be so instantly mad or angry and they wouldn't understand why I was but hell I don't even understand why right so just taking a step back in in processing the situation and wondering what is bothering me and why has been one of my biggest things so the the deep breathing and the the just removing yourself from that situation to make it like make them work they have to Alyssa's what's your common one again mouse um, spinning no <laughs> I don't really just, have a comment. Just apparently being out there. Like, yeah, I just bebop around. <laughs> bebop around. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think naturally I'm more of like the barefoot type of person. If I okay. really need, I like just walk around barefoot. Okay. Okay, so Joe in chat said reading a book at night is its only savior. So Jerry, there you go. Seeing a lot of, and I bet you a lot of these are a lot more common than people realize. Um, mm -hmm. Just because they're, you said you can Google them. There's a list of them for a reason because people do them, right? It's just like we have them safety meetings at work because somebody did it. <laughs> so. It's good to find these things and the more we get people to share and more people realize these things again awareness 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 is is what we're striving for each week and with new topics and again like Alyssa stated earlier guys if there's anything you guys would like to us to go over or find information on and or elaborate on in in our Friday podcast then just make sure that you guys either bring it up in chat when you have us here live or DM one of us personally again we have our socials at the bottom of the screen for the the discord the facebook um majority of you guys have my phone number my discord jerry's twitter my twitter the team's twitter like there's so many different ways you guys can reach us so we're we're very interested in hearing what you guys would like to hear about or a topic that maybe has been very personal for you lately and you kind of want to bring the awareness to other people as well if you want to share a story with with one of us or all of us anonymously well you can do that if you want to be on the podcast to to share a story and you know something recently that we've touched on let one of us know we're yeah. we're not against having people on you don't um, don't have to have a camera no you just join the discord and talk to us yep uh before we go the 12th is Monday. We are playing Rocket League. Open invitation to anybody that wants to play. 
Nothing serious. Nobody's got to be a sweat. No, nothing like nope. Jerry. Uh, you just, we're here to have fun and enjoy each other's company. Watch Alyssa demo the shit out of Jerry, Ben, whoever she's yeah. going after. It's kind of funny, honestly. Yeah. Um, just, but it's there to... It's, it's a way to bring, you know, our, our little community together. Um, just, you know, if you're going through something and you just want to hang out in the Discord while we play, you don't even have to talk. You can just hang out or you can chat with us. You don't have to play. Um, but it's an open invitation. Sharp will be streaming it, I'm sure. I'll be streaming it. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to make sure we throw that out there. Every month on the 12th, we will do, if we have enough people, we'll do, we'll do custom games, we'll do viewer tournaments, we'll do whatever. Uh, your shirt, Alyssa, caught my attention early and I didn't, I didn't touch on it. Um, mental health is physical too, right? So... Mental health can physically cripple you. It can. It's the strongest part of your body is your brain. And if you don't take care of your brain, the rest will suffer. Okay, guys, that's why we do these. Mental health is in a serious. very, very, very serious problem across the world. It's not just here in the United States. It's, it's everywhere in the world. And... It's starting to finally gain traction as people notice it more and more. And it's sad that it's still not as noticed as it should be. But we're going to continue to do these uh, we bi-weekly right now. Continue with them bi-weekly. Eventually, hopefully, start to move them into weekly as we gain some more knowledge and some downtime maybe because... Between setting everything up and everybody working and Alyssa going to school full time and can yeah, we can we just take Alyssa, a second and just give her a round of applause here because of seriously. going to school, like doing the research for these, working full time, so much. Yep. We're so, grateful for you, Alyssa. Very very grateful. Oh, thank you. you. She, she guys she does all this research she's we have meetings on sundays she takes all the notes um does all the research she comes up with most of the topics she's the and again she's the backbone of this so also we open this up to everybody every time we talk about it if you are interested in joining fly high wi-fi as part of the content team or you might have something else that you might offer us uh, we're always looking and we're always always accepting offers of people wanting to join and we can sit down and go over everything with you and what you would like from us or expect from us as we can do the same for you and yep. the door's always open or just want to be a part of a family like a gaming family so that's what yep. we are I think everybody on the team we have all of everybody's numbers we can text them which we do most of us talk not daily you know, a couple times, times a week, week at least. Yeah. So, it's not just a stream team. It's not just a content team. It's it's family. A family, that's for sure. Making me tear up, guys. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, you got anything? Uh, no, I think. I think I'm good. Be back here in two weeks, Alyssa. There's yep. no 
days yeah, we'll are good. We'll be back here Monday. Well, yeah, we'll be back. We'll Monday. be back. Uh, okay, but for the podcast. Mm-hmm. For the podcast, yep. Um, so that is what the twenty third, Friday twenty third. Okay. Yeah. I'll and I'll make a note on our on our folder. I need to start doing that because. We need to start documenting this for time, too, for like us that yeah. recognize for the nonprofit. Yeah. Which guys, we do have a nonprofit. We're working towards building. So if you guys would, we're not saying it's mandatory, but any donation is very, 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 very appreciated. As that money goes towards helping other people in need. Yep. So. And we haven't been able to do a lot, but we, we do, do have what it. we can. Anything else, Lisa? Nope. Is the chat all good? Chat, any questions? Any concerns? Chat, hello? <laughs> I think they mainly just listen. They just do. No, it's just fine. Yeah, Joe, appreciate you, brother, coming through, hanging Thank out. Thank you, Joe. Um, I know Sav's lurking in the background himself. Another big, big person that's huge on mental health. But that's all I got. All right, you can okay. do your spiel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> calls me out. My mouse is already tripping. He's nervous now. No. <laughs> Guys, on behalf of Fly High Wi-Fi, we just want to say thank you for joining us tonight. And we will see you guys Friday, June 23rd. And to each and everybody, have a great night. We love you. We're out. Bye. Bye. Bye.